Do you consider yourself a product of your environment or your environment a product of you? Audit with these questions. You ever felt stuck in a situation where you realize you put other people first? Feel too stressed to do the basic things to take care of yourself? Do you find yourself doing things in the moment, taking you further from what you want in general? If so, Dr. Cashy thinks you'd do yourself so good to inject logic and reason into those beliefs. Roll the intro! Welcome to Coffee with Cashy. I am your host, Dr. Trevor Cashy, and today's episode is a special one. Today's episode is a special one. It's a bit of a pit stop. It's a bit of a pit stop in the problem solving trilogy and an opportunity to capture a bit of the essence of what's going on in the TKN Kickstart Challenge right now. This focused, this call, uh, focused on the roadblock people have of constantly being a, a product of and victimized by their environments, as evidenced by like the nature versus nurture sort of thing we got going on in the background here. You can continue making progress, faster progress even, during awkward times of stress, stressful times of stress, as it were. But how? Uh, during times of deep stress, you can get way ahead essentially while everybody else is falling behind and falling apart, thus creating an even larger gap between the, the let's do it and the I'll think about it. <laughs> oh yeah, if you've ever been stuck in a spot where your environment was too crazy to put yourself first, then put a hashtag crazy in the comments. It's good to see that other people go through this too uh, and help each other through it. But first, here's what you are learning or, or what, what's being discussed, okay? Are you a product of your environment or is your environment a product of you in that stress stimulates rigid and impulsive thinking, but big, but you can use impulsivity to your advantage. And that's, what's being discussed and fleshed out. So a little bit of background here. Has anyone seen the movie, the departed? I think the, the people on the, uh, the people, the challengers on the last call asked them the same question. It is important. It is important because there's a part in this movie where one of the mob guys says something to the effect of, again, are you a product of your environment or do you make a product, do you make your environment a product of you? And this has single-handedly forged much of TKN's philosophy. <laughs> May sound crazy, but it all has to start somewhere. It all has to come from someplace. When people want to implement some healthier habits, you know, make some changes, but their life just seems too stressful right now to do it, They'll have to wait and make these changes when their life calms down. Know the feeling? Said it, said it even? Said it? It's easy to say that since life is supposedly too stressful right now, it must calm down because you just can't stand putting thought into doing any of this stuff. What is the implication of this belief? The life must be calm and can't stand what's happening. What is the implication? Well, the implication is that the only way you can justify putting energy into and dealing with the stuff that's stressing you out is when your life is low stress. So that means the only reasonable option is to do nothing and wait until life calms down. In other words, until all the stress goes away on its own. Indeed, the logic now becomes, well, I'll make changes when everything is perfect. It makes perfect sense to make changes when everything is perfect, right? <laughs> if everything's perfect, then what work is there to do? 
It's the ultimate in distorted and self-fulfilling procrastination. <laughs> By inferential chaining, this means that you'll do nothing up until the point you decide there's nothing to do, and then you will do something. <laughs> and that is a bona fide definition of looking for trouble. <laughs> if things are too good, well, then it's time to screw them up. <laughs> so you wait. You've got to think about it. It's too stressful when life calms down. And the ultimate is, if X happens in my life, then Y will happen with my behavior. If life calms down, then I will make changes. If I win the lottery, then I will be happy. If then, if then, if then. If X relatively random thing in my life happens, then I will act and feel in Y way. Since X is whatever you decide, <laughs> It really is whatever you decide, and you can change it whenever you want. Well, then that effectively gives you a pass to do absolutely nothing about your problems forever. Yikes. Before you know it, over a period of 5 or 10 or 15 or 20 years, you've dug yourself a hole so deep that it appears all the light has disappeared. Everything is dark, and that change is pretty much impossible. The longer you do nothing, the more stressed out and overwhelmed you feel, and the, the more unfair life becomes. Eventually, you're so overwhelmed and life is so stressful and, and unfair that the only thing that makes sense is to wait it out. Hmm. Okay. Or, I guess, while your mind and body are deteriorating, you just accept your fate as a miserable person and essentially trudge on through your life waiting to die. Hmm. It sounds more, but it really does. Uh, and that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> dive in a little deeper here. If you do nothing and neglect yourself because life is too stressful, so you decide to wait until life comes down and life is always stressful, then you're literally waiting until death. Literally waiting until you die. See the problem here? Say you do start making changes. Excellent. Great. What then? What then? Well, when you start a new program, motivation is high, justifying time and energy, uh, both, to implement new stuff is pretty easy. Tax season rolls around, holiday season, birthdays, vacations, barbecues, Wednesdays, all that stuff. Life changes just a little bit, as it does. And all of a sudden, making these decisions, at least you tell yourself, becomes more complicated. Since somewhere along the line, you've just decided your life is more complicated, you've managed to literally create a bunch of stress out of thin air because your need for convenience is high and your tolerance to frustration is low. And TCAN addresses both of these problems. <clears throat> Your stress levels just explode into the next dimension, and the first thing that ends up going is, guess what? All the stuff that keeps your stress low. <laughs> you decided your life was stressful, and then you cut back on all the stuff that relieves your stress, and voila, you're a magician that can see into the future. The prophecy magically comes true. See, I told you life was so stressful. Look what happens. Everything is falling apart. It must be stressful. <laughs> Healthy activity and decent eating and regular sleep go down the tubes, which leads you into this vicious cycle of crap. <laughs> there is this pervasive idea that being constructive during times of stress increases your stress levels. Indeed, the more you avoid your stress, the more you choose to let it build. By waiting for your stress to go down, you are reinforcing the distorted belief that you demand the universe treats you better before you decide to treat yourself better. Well... Only creatures of legend and myth are in position to make demands of the universe like that. 
I'll work on solving my problem until after my problem has solved itself, <laughs> says every frustrated and entitled person with bad luck, a slow metabolism, and even worse genetics. Many times when people feel overwhelmed and super stressed, it's because they tell themselves over and over they've lost control. And then guess what happens? They give the control up. Then they say, ha, look, I told you, look at what's happened. <laughs> Indeed, you are correct. Which is obvious when being right is obviously far more important than being better. <laughs> obviously. Get real. If you do have control over anything, over anything, at least in the first world, it's what you put in your body and in what you do with your body. The brain bone is definitely connected to the hand bone, which is definitely connected to the face bone. See? Case in point. <laughs> See? Just empirically proved all those connections. And dispute those distorted beliefs. Dispute them, challenge them relentlessly, violently, ruthlessly, stubbornly. Literally thinking and acting against all that foolishness, because that's what it is. Take advantage of the times where everyone else is falling behind and falling apart. This is what TKN is known for, what you can be known for, by making tremendous amounts of progress during times everyone else is falling behind and falling apart. That's what creates a big gap. <laughs> that's what really puts you ahead. During times of stress, when you're upset, if you, if you claim you lose control of what goes in your body, and you claim you lose control of what you do with your body, then that is stressful. And it's worth getting upset about. But what does that mean? It means you get upset about your upsetness. Before you know it, you're swimming in cheese sauce. <laughs> Look back at the previous times of stress and see how you allocated your mental and physical energy. Or how you wasted it. How did you feel after? Did you do things to try and make yourself feel better? Did it end up paying off when everything calmed down? Did anything calm down ever? If yes, then do that stuff. Do that stuff. If no, well then use that as an opportunity to tune up your change engine. Can you act rationally, reliably anyway, when you're super stressed out? No, no. However, and we're getting back to this part, where stress stimulates impulsive thinking, but you can use that impulsive thinking to your advantage. You can train helpful impulsive thoughts and actions, just like Pavlov's dogs, when they salivate, when they hear the dinner bell, even when their bowls are empty. Feeling stressed is a bad stimulus. It's pretty bad for acting constructively. It is a good stimulus to raise a mental flag for a fraction of a second and say, hey, wait a second, this is stressful. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's all you need. That is all you need to turn the tables in your favor. That is it. That is it. In other words, when your stress reaches a certain threshold, it can raise a flag that prompts you to pause even for a moment, even for a moment so that you can buy yourself time to inject logic and reason and influence your response and therefore craft and foster a positive and constructive outcome. So reflect on a previous part of your life when you actively sabotage yourself because you were stressed. How did it make you feel when you did it? How did it make you feel an hour after? How did it make you feel the next day? Remember, trading stress for guilt, which is kind of what that is, is an ugly trade. You are trading stress for guilt and shame in a lot of instances. So if you've ever been stuck in a spot where your environment was just too crazy to put yourself first, then again, put a hashtag crazy in the comments. It's good to know when other people are going through similar stuff. So to summarize here, 
There are very few things you have legitimate control over. In the first world though, you do have control over what you put in your body and what you do with your body. You do have control over those things. Giving up control on purpose, because you're frustrated or disappointed, it reinforces the distorted belief that life must be fair and life must be convenient before it's worth it for you to respect yourself. And the fruits of your labor during stressful times, they come just as fast as they do normal times. However, on a relative scale, the results come way faster. May as well be have like rocket fuel. Why? On a relative scale, because everyone else is falling behind and falling apart. And this, on a relative scale, puts you light years ahead. Want to continue having coffee with Dr. Kashi? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you, and see you next week. Dr. Kashi is out! <laughs>